Hi, I'm Ron. And I'm Don. And this is the Ron and Don Show. Thanks for joining us today. Our topic today is business killers, and that would be those things that adversely or can it, those things that can adversely affect a restaurant. Well, something is really wrong here. What? What do you mean? Jeez. There's something that smells wrong. Are you referring to an odor? I tell you what, we we got to do something about this. It's kind of like when you go into a, a retail outlet or a restaurant, it, and it just doesn't smell right. Well, in addition to business killers under the category of janitorial, I think we talk about just overall general filth. And I was in a location the other day, and I recall going into the men's room to wash my hands and seeing just a layer of grime on the wood door going into the men's room. And it's like, how much effort does it take to clean that door and send a little bit more of a positive signal about the intensity with which the restaurant performs their cleaning and their janitorial services? One of the things that is always uh, not really seen by some operators, they don't understand, but having a buildup of grime and, and the floors and the walls and the surfaces, even though they wipe them, they don't get them clean and there will be a residue of both filth as well as odor. And after we've had emergencies in restaurants and had a really good job of cleaning up the restaurant, all of a sudden they smell fresh and clean. And it, sometimes it's just that. Also involved with this whole situation is making sure that all of the the housekeeping supplies for the restrooms, the toilet paper, the paper towel, soap and all that kind of stuff are kept stocked and, and replenished daily. And if you're running short, put a new one in and, and get rid of the old roll that's way too small because it'll go down the toilet and back it up. Let me throw in one of my pet peeves too. I cannot stand sticky tables in a restaurant. That, that to me sends a signal that, that either somebody doesn't care or they're just oblivious to the housekeeping janitorial concerns for or putting your elbows or your hands or something on a table and feeling that, that, that kind of stickiness that comes from not paying attention to it. You know, I'm, be, I'm cheap and I'm always looking for the fresh gum underneath the table that I can use. <laughs> you know, that old gum is just too hard to get, uh, get re going again. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we have also other problems in the restaurants that we can be business killers and that's pest uh, infestations. Well, and certainly we, we've talked before about that, and points of access are the number one thing to consider with uh, pests. How are they getting in, and where are they living within the space? And one more time, housekeeping. We don't want the pests that do make it in to find it a friendly place to stay because they're getting free meals. So keeping the housekeeping in order, keeping it clean, uh, and all the food scraps picked up all day long and all night long is critical. And in certain cases, it's also not allowing water to stand anywhere for the small fly infestations. You know, other business killers for restaurants could include things like environmental concerns. And by that, we specifically mean HVAC issues. If you've got an air conditioner that's just not working in a dining room area, there's nothing worse than the uncomfort, the discomfort, if you will, of, uh, of a warm space. Or frankly, in the in more in the southern regions, having a humidity issue inside of a restaurant can also be a huge uh, business killer. And that takes us back to the first topic. Humi high humidity in a restaurant will enhance odors. It's just amazing how it all comes back to the same things. We also have to talk about safety and foodborne illness and issues with temperature, handling of uh, food products, 
and, and holding times. Now granted, how people food is handled and how long it's held are not necessarily our direct concern, but you can absolutely kill the business by having someone get sick as a result of improperly handled food, and we need to be sure that we pass on observations to people who can resolve it. They're not our direct reports, but it does make a difference. In fact, I stumbled across some interesting statistics the other day on foodborne illness, and I'd like to share those with you. A little alarming, quite frankly. The Center for Disease Control has stated that foodborne illness counts, accounts for 48 million sick people a year. An amazing amount of people. Of those 48 million, 128,000 are actually hospitalized. And of that 128,000, 3,000 a year actually die from foodborne illness. In 2016, TrendShare did a survey and they said that 56% of the surveyed people would not go back to a restaurant that they knew somebody had gotten sick at. I can vouch for that. I personally fall into that 56% category. So another thing we'd like to talk about as far as safety uh, and how it can be a business killer for a restaurant are slip and falls or trip and falls. Uh, certainly there are areas where a high level of focus needs to be dedicated to with regard to guest and guest safety. Lighting is always a problem, either inside and outside. Uh, people tripping and falling on, let's say, a slightly raised carpet or a change in level within the restaurant, stairs, there's all kinds of rules and regulations on proper lighting in those areas. Outside, uh, sidewalk to parking lot uh, areas, uh, the step up, and uh, also where there needs to be repairs to sidewalks that may be slightly canted, uh, potholes out in the parking lot. There's all kinds of issues that need to be seen and can oftentimes be unobserved by particularly people that have limited vision. Well, concerns for landscape areas as well. If you've got an overgrowth in a, an access sidewalk area, there can be some uh, real opportunities for some folks to get hung up in those areas and, and have some safety issues there as well. You also have to be conscious of your vendor protocols. Where do they uh, park their, their equipment? Can't, do they bring uh, their deliveries in at the right time uh, that uh, do not negatively impact? Do they try and bring it through the front door uh, when you're busy, try and receive a delivery at lunchtime? Uh, do they leave it sitting outside the back door if it's a food product that's not properly handled? Uh, your vendor protocols are also important. Well, and as long as we're in the area of safety, let's, let's go ahead and add to that security. Uh, if, if you've got a restaurant that's not in one of the nicest of neighborhoods, you might want to think about whether or not security should be there to walk guests out at night. What we're talking about here today are business killers for restaurants. We've, we've identified a number of different areas where opportunities could very well exist for improvement. And while a lot of these things may not be under the direct responsibility of a facilities manager, they certainly have a stewardship or a responsibility to bring it to the attention of those that can most effectively make change. Yeah, it is our fiduciary responsibility for our guests and our staff to provide a clean, comfortable, and safe environment for them, and failure to do so could be a business killer. I'm Ron. I'm Don, and are you gonna take a shower? Are we back to that? How do people subscribe? Subscribe.